give us a your detail on the um, you know the decision to expand and you know focus well, not focus but also give as much focus as you did in India to the Middle East which is you know as we said in the intro there it's where you live now and it's you know a lot, a lot of the uh, the company is based there what was the thinking behind that given that you know some might say well there's a lot of potential growth in India it's the second most populous country on earth yeah I think part of it was was accidental and part of it was strategic and so around the sort of time around about 2010 there was a lot going on in India there was this we started to see this this shift into mobile and it was around that time that we we put out which was the first mobile product which was a basic sort of html for point-to-point domestic air uh solution and you know we we were very bullish on the future of mobile and again rightly or wrongly, we felt that a, an overwhelming product experience would be the, uh, the obvious choice for consumers, right? Because people moving, or certainly the early adopters moving from offline to, to online, or even, from, sorry, from desktop to, to mobile, were, were going to evangelize the, the high level of product experience. We were starting to see international brands now a lot more in India, across many different businesses. So the benchmarking product experience got elevated substantially. And so we started seeing a lot of usage on our mobile products. And a lot of that usage was coming out of, um, uh, of the Middle East and to some extent our desktop as well. And we never really considered the Middle East. We were very focused on what was going on in India. Anyway, it got to a point where the, the, the sort of transaction volume coming out of the Middle East was meaningful. So we said, look, let's just go in and set up a, a, a small team on the ground there that we could support those customers. And that's what we did. So we, we set up in Dubai. Um, and then on the, on the sort of flip side in India, we started to see a, a, a new phase of, of hyper investment and hyper growth. And, you know, rightly or wrongly, we just didn't have the culture within ClearTrip to be able to compete with what was going on in the ground in terms of, uh, you know, investment to, to acquire customers. And I think in many ways, what we saw over the last five, six, seven, eight years was just this huge investment in, in customer acquisition around things like accommodation and, just, you know, specifically around accommodation. And that just, that just made it very difficult for us to go toe-to-toe with our competitors. We had a, an, a set of investors that were, I guess, more conservative than, than others. And, you know, despite us uh, for a period of time sort of saying, let's not give up the opportunity that we've created, um, we weren't really able to do that. So, you know, we have a very pure product view on things. We had early signs of life coming from the Middle East. We had the realization that we didn't have the balance sheet or the appetite amongst our, our investors to, to build off what we'd built in, in India and go toe to toe because that was going to cost a lot of money. Um, and so all of those things kind of got us to have a, a bit of a rethink. So we, you know, we built out finally all of this technology that, that we thought was unique. Um, we built out a great set of products and features uh, in our business, stress tested under a very demanding uh, Indian audience. Um, and if we, couldn't, if we couldn't expand in the Indian market in the way that we wanted to, we sort of said, well, look, is there an opportunity to take this technology product feature set into other markets? that perhaps are not demonstrating anything near the sort of competitive intensity of India and, and use that as a growth engine rather than, than the very expensive growth engine in India. So mm. that was really what led us into the Middle East. 
And once we got into the Middle East, um, we realized then that there was a, a big opportunity, specifically within the GCC and MENA generally. We, we you know, obviously the Expedia's and the bookings, et cetera, were, were there, but they were lar- largely servicing an inbound market into, the, into those markets. But within the GCC and within MENA, there was an enormous amount of travel going on. And of course, there's an enormous amount of travel from South Asia into the Middle East. So we started focusing on trying to connect the dots um, within the GCC and MENA, whilst leveraging the fact that our brand and the corridors of travel between South Asia and the Middle East was something that we were already very, very active in. And so it just made sense to, to, to you know, build that out and take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. To clarify you know, here, so it sounds like what you're saying is that the Middle East travel market was a lot more nascent uh, than India. So you were kind of able to run somewhat of the same playbook that you did in India, which is product going a lot farther and being able to spend minimally on uh, customer acquisition costs through search engine marketing, et cetera. Is that a fair characterization? Yeah, I would say in many ways, it was probably a better market for us because there was a, a you know, perhaps uh, a slightly different type of user profile. Um, there was higher spends. Um, so the unit economic story was better. The, the, the customer acquisition behavior was very, very different, again, impacting the, the unit economic story. Um, it was relatively well served in terms of certainly core markets like the UAE in terms of penetration and how sophisticated uh, the, you know, the, the online environment was. And that, that played into how, how we thought about you know, customer acquisition. If we go back to India, it was brute force, offline, um, very expensive traditional media. You know, when we came into the Middle East, it was, again, it was very brand focused but you were dealing with very concentrated pockets of customers. So, you know, we, you know, again, and, and the things not to do, we, when we went into the UAE after about a year or a couple of years, we took out what I think, and, and I made a bit of fact checking here at the time, was the world's largest outdoor um, media sign. So basically we, we just put a wrap down this skyscraper on Sheikh Zayed Road saying, you know, clear trip and, and all sorts of things. Now, that got a lot of strange eyeballs at the time, but it, it really helped propel us in, in those markets. Um, and clear trip as a brand, rather than just travel as a search term, became, became very active very, very quickly. And that had a whole, you know, a whole sort of impact on, on how we built out uh, our online marketing and just basically the efficiency of performance marketing in the region. That that was for, specifically for the UAE. Obviously, when Saudi is a, a very different market, and some of the surrounding GCC markets had nuances of that. But yeah, it was um, it was all of those things, really. Uh-huh.